Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie-teers. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and moneraefinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic and exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for this week for a very special Firesides chat from Buffalo, New York, Chuck Fitzgerald, and alongside me from Cincinnati, Ohio, the lifestyler of King's Island herself. <laughs> I don't understand why that's funny. Annie Clark. <laughs> Annie, how are you doing? I'm good. Debbie was six of the... Oh, wait, no. That's Dave's. Uh, no. Um, uh, flash photography? Nope, I wouldn't... Nope. Oh, for, um, uh, already taken. Oh, I'm surrounded by... Nope. Nope. Um, um, oh, Chris, can you grab my black Les Paul? Ah, there you go. Um, you know, I was actually on the Twitter machine a couple weeks ago, and I saw that Disney had put someone in the room to grab the Black Last Paul again. Yay! That was probably only for the day, and I did immediately question the validity of the video because it is 2021, and Baba. whatever you see on the internet needs to be thoroughly vetted. People were wearing Bob, masks, so it was Bob from now. Bob Chapek is back on my... Uh... It's back my good graces now. Well, Bobby, as, you know, only the closest of his friends are allowed to call him. Bobby um, C. Bo- no, not Bobby I'm sure C. he's listening. Hey, man, what's up? Yeah, hey, Bobby. You know, I really enjoyed the dinner from last week. Please, uh, you know, invite us again. <laughs> Is he married? Uh, I don't know. You'd figure... As close as friends we are, I, I would know the answer to this question right off the That's top of my true. head. Is there a Mrs. A Mrs. Bobby C? <laughs> I don't know. He'll have to let He'll have to, let, have us to know. let us know. Give us a call. <laughs> yeah, he's got our numbers. <laughs> or he'll just block us from accessing the park. He can have his people call our people. We have people? I think so. We have person. <laughs> we have Persons. Persons. <laughs> no, no, we, we just have one. It's person. <laughs> just the one person. All right. So this week, um, we are going to be discussing on this Fireside Chats edition of the Mickey Dudes 
the breaking news and developing news from around the Disney world. Oh, no, 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 please continue. Yeah. I was trying to think of what they said in Spaceship Earth as you ride by the the news broadcast booth, but I just couldn't couldn't remember it for the life of me. You know, yeah, you know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah, but... What I is can't. it? I don't know. Someone... Bob, when you call us... <laughs> when you call us, please be inside Spaceship Earth and let us know. I'm quite sure that he has the entire Spaceship Earth script memorized. As everyone does, very, very honestly. I would expect no less... No, you, you can't expect less, and especially being the CEO of the Disney Parks and Resorts and Consumer Affairs and Products and Online Shopping Experiences and Please Give Us More Money division. I don't think they'd make someone CEO if they weren't a huge fan of all the rides in the parks. Yeah, no, they have to have gone on everything and memorized all the script. Exactly. It's probably part of the interview process. Exactly. Like there's a test. There's an oral board test, and if you if you mess up those scripts, it's over. Straight in the lagoon with you. Is that they dump you off the barge? Which barge though? Harmonious barge, of course. Ah, harmonious. So that's where we're gonna start this <laughs> evening. Disney has shared its first preview of the harmonious soundtrack. Over on the Disney Parks blog, the soundtrack has been well, not really leaked, but you do hear bits and pieces of it on, I think it's like a four or five minute video that Disney released um, with Harmonious debuting debuting on October 1st. Uh, so you have award winning Puerto Rican artist Luis Fonsi responsible for several hits, including, Annie, do you know this answer? Um, Moon River? Uh, Wait, no, that was Henry Mancini. I don't know. Despacito. Ah, yes. You know, that's a strange little thing because I've heard about that song because I exist in the world and everyone's talking about it for a while, but I don't think I've ever heard it. What? <laughs> like, I couldn't tell you how it goes. Despacito. What? Well... I guess at least we don't have to worry about getting copyright claimed. (laughs) Um, I guess I'll go listen to it after that. Yeah, we're going to have to adjust that. Um, So they're playing Despacito on the... No, they're not. He's just of Despacito fame to everyone in the world but you. I think that would be cool if they played Despacito on the Harmonious Barge. Well... See, you're kind of in the ballpark. They are playing music on the Harmonious Barge, but none of it is pop hits. It is, for the vast majority of it, Disney-exclusive songs, including versions of Coco, Saludos Amigos, uh, Dig a Little Deeper. Annie, what movie is that one from? Dig a Little Deeper from Princess and the Frog. That is correct. Musical selections from Mulan, Jungle Book, and Aladdin are highlighted in the video. Along with uh, Out There. You know what that one's from? Um, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. You know, I tried to play Hunchback at Notre Dame, but they told me I was too tall. 
<laughs> and and too good looking. Right? And too good looking, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I had a smolder or something. It was either that or I hurt my shoulder. I don't really remember. He spoke with an accent. There. I know my songs. You do. Uh, clearly, yep. That was actually kind of surprising. I was planning on berating <laughs> you with your lack of knowledge, but... Ha-ha! Uh, <laughs> huh. Hoisted by my own baton. Uh, well, in any case, also music from Disney's Disney and Pixar's Brave um, is included in this along with a medley of How Far I'll Go from uh, Moana. Yep. Uh, go the Distance from Hercules. Uh, I'm, we're not going to go down that road anymore. Uh, Danny Goki. Oh, yes. From American Idol. Oh, is that why I know that name? Yes. He was on... Oh, who did he, I can't remember who he was in the final two with. He was the one, I just remember his story, that his wife had died, like, right before he came on. Huh. And I remember nothing else about him. <laughs> huh. Well, that's more than I, I knew, actually. That. I didn't know he was Dude, from, um, what you call it. I want to see who he went up against. What season of American Idol was he on? I I'll be honest. It's season eight. Um, when was William Hong on American Idol? Um, God, I don't know. She bangs, she bangs. Yeah, what season of American Idol are we in? God, I don't know. A million. All right. We're so on, like, now, that's what I call music, 79. 74, I think, because I was at Target <laughs> yesterday, and I saw it, and I went, wait, what happened to this? And I looked at the back of the CD. Um, now, for those of you kids that are listening, the back of the CD is where they list all the tracks. I know it's normally on your iPhone screen. Um, and then you press another button and it shows you the lyrics that actually was in a book at one point in time in the front of the CD. Uh, also the CD is that little disc thing put, put in your, I was going to say okay. you put in your disc drive, but you probably don't have one of those. He was on when Chris Allen won and Adam Lambert or Glambert, as I called him at the time, Glambert was, uh, the runner up. Danny Goki was in third, and Allison Iraheta, who sang an amazing rendition of Hearts Hit Alone, came in fourth. Uh huh. So you just said. <laughs> Ash Idol. What's that? That's, that's the like little town that I live near. Was it at they a had bar? an idol once. No, Whoa. it was in like the in a little square. So yeah, you raised me up. You do. Thank you. Oh, well then. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I, I... You know, if nothing else, I'm here to make people feel better about life. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, do you have any thoughts on Harmonious? I mean, we're we're a little bit more than a month and a half away. Um, any thoughts? Any concerns? What would you like to see? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've griped about it. <laughs> to this point so everyone already knows my gripes like I don't love it I don't love the concept I don't love the IP I don't love that we are moving towards this whole like Epcot is looking at how other cultures enjoy Disney rather than Disney enjoying other cultures um, and the barge is ugly um, is that all of it? that's probably all of it that sounds like but a good portion of it yeah 
I mean, but considering low expectations, I don't know. Sometimes when you have low expectations, something is cool. Maybe it could pull it out. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yet to be determined, I guess, on this one. <laughs> I feel... Uh... I feel neutral. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to level with you. I wasn't the biggest... Um... Oh, I can't even <laughs> Um. What was that? The one oh going on right now? No, it's the old one. Oh, boy. The good Il- one. Illuminations. Illuminations. My God. My brain was like, it's Revelation. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's something else. I I would like to see a fireworks show based on the book of Revelation. That could be pretty cool. I guess you could say it ends with a bang. (laughs) But anyway. um, That's a niche joke. (laughs) um, Illuminate. I I wasn't. I'm not a huge like fireworks show person. Illuminations. Like I would watch it, but it wasn't like, you know, the coolest thing ever. But that said, I it, it at least upheld the sanctity of Epcot. And so. if there's nothing else that Disney fans yell about, it's the sanctity of Epcot. <laughs> it's true. Hollywood Studios is going to be the only, like, it's going to start to be the refuge. How? Because it has, it has a tower of, excuse me, terror, and it's the only place with, like, without IP. Uh, let me introduce you to this new place called Star Wars Land. Yeah, I know, but that that feels more like akin to like Pandora or something. Right. And I then, like. you know, there right next door there's this other place called Andy's Backyard. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, uh, what's that about no yeah, IP? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not I didn't say no IP. <laughs> the, but it it it's not as offensive as Epcot. I you know over in Andy's backyard, over in Toy Story Land, they have Woody's lunchbox, and they have the uh, the adults lemonade. Highly recommended for the adults. That's where they got the uh, that's where they got the tots, right? The loaded tachos. Uh, the loaded tachos, which are potato barrels. Did I say potato? I think potato. I said potato. <laughs> oh, potato <boy>. barrels. <laughs> it's been a day. Uh, potato barrels, not tater tots, as tater tots is a brand name. Oh yes, pardon me potato cylindrical fried <laughs> potato <laughs> product the only relation between uh potatoes and potato barrels is purely coincidental the lawyers have told us i'm actually being held, handed a piece of paper here from the uh, mickey dude's legal department don't say tater tots you fool uh-oh great oh, now we stepped money. in it <laughs> Now we've done it. So before we get in trouble from the potato industry. Yeah. Let's move on. Oh, speaking of canceled, I have some breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. Thank you. Uh, Over at Disney Springs, the NBA experience will not be reopening. Oh. Right. So as of August 2019, uh... (laughs) The NBA experience replaced Disney Quest, and then, eight months later, as everyone remembers, you may not remember, uh, began the <laughs> pandemic in March of 2020, and all cast members were laid oh, off. Oh, yeah, I remember October. that. Yeah, do you remember that? I don't know. It's It hasn't yeah, really been in the news as of late. I thought about that forever. Yeah. Uh, so, the NBA experience not reopening. That means that the second building in Disney Quest's footprint has failed. Um, what are they your should thoughts? never close 
They clearly should have never closed Disney Quest, obviously. So, I will agree to an extent. I actually really enjoyed the premise of the NBA experience. I think it was very, very cost prohibitive. There was a very high barrier to entry there, as I think only one of the Mickey dudes experienced it. Annie, did you ever go to the NBA experience? Uh, I did not, Chuck, no. I, I went into the store, and the only one of us who got into the actual NBA experience is Dave Koch, who I believe was in on a cast member preview or a media event. Um, and, you know, he did enjoy it, but it was very expensive to get in for an interactive exhibit with, you know, a, a very small demographic market. I mean, the NBA is a big thing, but it's not going to draw people in. So rest in peace. Yeah, it was like a bizarre choice for me. Like, uh, it just... I mean, that's very large. That's a big commitment to that mm -hmm. for, like you said, something that is not like, you know, every family is going to be like, yay, <laughs> let's spend $150 to go to the NBA experience, kids. It'll be great. I mean, I guess maybe they were thinking the boys would go while the ladies went shopping or some some stuff like that. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I just... I, I can't imagine sitting down in a meeting and being like, yeah, <laughs> the NBA experience is going to knock them dead. It was $35 at least, like you said, plus tax. At that price point. Yeah. Some per about person. right. Right. 150 for a family of four. Yeah. So with that now being also gone, what would you like to see replace the NBA experience? Mm -hmm. Disney Quest. Okay, so we've already been down that road, and it didn't work out too well for Disney Quest. Um. Well, I mean, but what if you? What if they made it a little more Dave and Buster's? Yeah, that is a very valid point. Dave and Buster's does exist and live in a world that it basically stole the ideas of Disney Quest. I think the issue is um, space. Well, you could conceivably. I mean, I guess this feels a little like a casino for children the way I'm about to describe it but you mean you like Dave and Buster's <laughs> yes <laughs> but you could conceivably create a Dave and Buster's type experience that is like Disney themed your papa shot could be like Goofy's basketball your okay they have coin pushers now everywhere I don't know if you've been in these arcades where they have the coin pushers where you like you get the cards and stuff and they're very addictive because mm -hmm. you have to try to collect all these cards. I mean, hello, Disney, coin pusher, collecting cards. People would be all over that. Um, they could have their own ticket prizes. You could only win in there. People would go crazy for that, trying to win the tickets. You could have, like, I mean, like, literally any arcade game. You could stick the Disney DDR games in there from the, that they had. Do they still have that arcade over in Tomorrowland, or is it gone? I think it's gone. I think it's been gone for a really, really long time. <laughs> At least three years. Uh, well, they used to have DDRs in there, and they must have gone somewhere, Chuck. So, anyway. So, it doesn't have to be exactly like Disney Quest, but you could have a mix of some of the high-concept type stuff that they have. I mean, why couldn't you have a retro level with your, like, Ralph theme, Wreck-It Ralph theme. With Was retro. that a real game, or did they create it for, specifically for the movie? They created it for the movie, but they had the real they had the real, what do you call it? A, a box? What do you call it? Um, The game? They had the real, yeah, but when you, you stand there and play it, you call it like 
the machine, the arcade. I don't know. There's some like word that you would use if you knew what you're talking about, though, like the box or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> they had the sure <laughs> no, but they had like actual arcade machines. Fix it, Felix. They had like a ton of them. In there. Yeah, I mean, they really bought into that, and they made it look good. I mean, it's an eight-bit game, so how bad could or how hard could that be? Yeah, I mean, it was cute. It was pretty fun. I, you know, I agree that I would like to see Disney Quest come back in some iteration. I don't know what the iteration is, though. I don't. Um, I think the biggest issue that Disney had was they put the uh, they didn't they gave it enough square footage, but they gave it too much vertical square footage. So if you wanted food. You're going up to the sixth floor. Yeah, that's true. So if Disney could figure out a way to swap that and put the uh, the food on like the first or second floor, or even the second or third or the middle floor, um, you may have better luck. But please do something with it, Disney. Don't just leave it open. <laughs> and don't just allow it to be bought out by a third party like the M&M store. Yeah, I mean, do something cool. Like, I, that's that's the thing that I gripe, I feel like, most about Disney now. It's like, I just want them to do cool stuff. That used to be why Disney was fun. Because you'd go and you'd be like, oh, there's this cool stuff. There's this and that and the other. I'm like, that's what I want. Do something cool. I'm not like, oh, yeah, I went to Disney. I went to the NBA experience. It was awesome. Like, do something cool. Gosh darn it. Well, do you Bob? know what is cool over at Disney? What, Chunk? Eating from buffets. Heck yeah. And, but they're and, all closed due to COVID, aren't they? Oh, they are for right now. However, however, in just 10 days time as we're recording this and uh, eight days from when this is being reopening with its buffet. So over at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, Boma Flavors of Africa will be reopening on the 26th. Annie, have you ever had Boma? I have had Boma. I, I enjoy Boma. Um, I'll tell you why I especially like Boma. I'm not, like, the most adventurous eater in the whole wide world. Uh, so for me to, like, go and order, like, a strange entree would be probably unlikely. But at a buffet, you can just try stuff and see if you like it or not. So that's part of why I love Boma. Um, for me, zebra domes are a little bit overrated, but Boma itself is not. Well, zebra domes are life, and I do agree that um, individually, I don't think I would order anything on the Boma menu as my meal. But if it's already there and I can just pick it up, absolutely. Well, yeah, and I always get like, you know a huge amount of like macaroni and stuff like that too just i mean that's part of the fun of a buffet you can get like two rolls with an obscene amount of butter and just do whatever dumb stuff you feel like doing um because you'd never sit there and order no you don't but have you gone to boma or really any disney um restaurant on a holiday ever before no I've never gone to Disney on a holiday. I've never I've never been crazy enough to do it. <laughs> so we were there a couple of years ago for Easter, and we did a breakfast at Boma, and they introduced us to Pog Mimosas. The Easter Bunny? Well, no, he was a little busy. 
Mickey was there though. <laughs> drinking and... mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> Easter Bunny was sitting over there drinking mimosas. I thought he was a little, you know, underdressed. <laughs> Stay for away the from occasion. him, kids. <laughs> yeah. It's busy. Yeah. Uh, they introduced us to Pog Mimosa, so that uh, Ohana juice, the passion fruit, orange guava juice. But it was a mimosa version, and it was uh, chef's kiss. <laughs> um, so, so Boma breakfast cocktails. Mm, not only breakfast. Boma breakfast, but Boma anything. I think I had dinner there once, and they have that carving station. It is so good. Huh. This is making me want to go to Boma. I can't. Yeah, I was just I thinking the same thing. <laughs> I can like picture it. I like the ambiance in there too. It's just a cool place to eat. That's not that's one of my I'm not like the biggest restaurant. Like you know, I like them, but I'm not usually like, oh, you know like Dave, you know. I'm not I don't get all Dave on restaurants. <laughs> but Boma sounds yeah, I like that place. Mm. Boma. I just saw the word Boma used as as it naturally is meant to be used the other day as the cooking place no it means like what does it actually mean i, I think it means the cooking place it means the... a livestock enclosure oh <laughs> wait Jico is the cooking place <laughs> eh, whatever speaking of places to eat also announced recently is space 2020 will be reopening excuse me opening for the first time <laughs> Sometime mm-hmm. in mid September. It's space two twenty. Whatever. No one wants to go to twenty twenty. <laughs> we we've already been there. You know, I, I saw something the other day that says twenty twenty two is four months away. I still am not convinced that we're out of nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> what we just never woke up. No, no. What if that's what Y two K is? Huh. We just like got zapped into <laughs> Weird. We all thought we escaped Y2K, and yet here we are. All sorts of computer viruses and glitches. <laughs> yeah, it totally glitched our simulation. We just didn't realize it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought we escaped. No, no. Y2K <laughs> is the cause of everything. I'll never forget. This is a tangent. I'll never forget New Year's Y2K. I was at my friend Jenny's house. The ball is dropping. It's midnight. Three, two, one's, you know, ball's coming down. Right at that moment, for some reason, her dad changed the TV channel. And for that <laughs> split second, I was like, because <gasps> I thought the TV just turned off. <laughs> you know, just that split second of black. I was like, uh-huh. it's happening. I was 12. Well, I was, I was, what, like 14 or something. I'm not that much older than you, Chuck. But you still are. And the fact remains, it's still 1998. The boy bands are back. Britney Spears is back in the news. Nothing has changed. Did you not notice that my my friend's dad was a prominent figure in this story? (laughs) Well, I mean, I I thought the the TV was the point of the story. Oh, man. Yeah. The millennium is a a time. The millennium is a time. So Space 220, not 2020, uh, (laughs) reopening. It is... Set to open, or excuse me, not reopen. It is set to open within the next month or so. Annie, is there any interest for you to go to Space 220? And have you seen any of the concept art? Um, I've seen, I saw that 
reel that I sent to the group chat that I guess you didn't click on the other day. What group chat? That, um, the the Facebook one that we're the dude chat. Is it muted? It may be muted. I don't know. Keep talking. The I'm gonna regular... go look at pictures. <laughs> well, anyway, um, you know when I first heard about it, I was pretty jazzed about it because it the it felt very old Epcot, and I will say that it looks and feels sort of old Epcot. Yes, but I feel sort of unenthused about it. I don't know why. Maybe it needs more of a gimmick or something for me. I mean, it's kind of cool. space not cool enough for you. You need you more. Going like a fake. I mean, it does feel old Epcot. You go in a fake elevator to space to eat your meal or whatever. Like the hydrolators. Do you remember those? They yes, of course. They better don't open that door. <laughs> They better, um, uh, they better have have like dehydrated food or something. You know, whatever happened to Dippin' Dots? It was supposed to be the ice cream of the future that the spacemen eat, and it's still just not. I Here's... remember when Dippin' Dots was new and exciting, and advertised <laughs> as they, the ice cream of the future. They come in like big, like with big sheets of dry ice. I remember we were supposed to like not touch the, not touch the dip and dots dry ice, but you wanted to touch it so bad. That's, that's what I know about dip and dots. Well, are you going well, to be in space 220? Oh, um, I don't know. I guess it kind of depends a little bit on the hype or something. I feel like the less people like it, the more I will like it. So hopefully everyone hates it. That's a good bar to set. <laughs> then it can just be my secret thing that only I like. That's what I. That's what I really like. As with all of Disney fandom, <laughs> you just have to keep trying to scurry to the next thing as fast as you can. Yeah. So, I, well, I'm, what about you? I'm all yeah. in. I'm all in on Space Two Twenty. As soon as I can get back right. down there, I'm going. Can I eat my meal in a space station like uh, Xenon Girl of the Twenty First <laughs> Century? Absolutely. Heck yes. What if they played like... Protozoa? Yes. What's it? Uh, Supernova Yeah, super, uh, Zoom, zoom, zoom. Like the zoom... Uh, yes. No, wait. That's the... That's the Mazda commercial. No, wait. That's both. Go boom, boom. Yeah. My supernova girl. Girl, girl. Whatever happened to those people in Xenon? I used to have a web page. Oh my gosh, last time I talked about my Blizzard Beach webpage, I also used to have a web page for the girl that played Xenon. She was on Days of Our Lives for many years. Kristen Storms. Oh, if you you're know, listening. for some reason I thought it was Kristen Dunst. No, she's she Kristen Dunst is Kristen Dunst. She's Mary Mary Jane, MJ. She's in that crazy beautiful she's in Bring It On. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how did we get here? <laughs> uh Space oh, 220 space. Space. space Station Disney what Channel. Is the menu, uh there is no menu yet. However, I believe it's owned by the Patina Group, which does a lot of restaurants, including uh Viennapoli, so they have a nice history of, of successful restaurants. There's actually one up here in Buffalo as well, um, that I think is literally called Patina two fifty very original name um the address for the building is 250 this says modern american cuisine 
So delicious food, not including I want space cuisine. What is space cuisine for a hundred well, hours? I don't know. I want to go to Disney and eat something weird up <laughs> there. It's uh, actually the entire menu is all Dippin' Dots. <laughs> what if everything was was little balls? Dippin' Dots style filet mignon, seventy five dollars. Steak balls with mashed potato balls on the side. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, well, at least I'm trying. <laughs> I came up with the idea of all Dippin' Dots. <laughs> uh, I will say I'm going. Absolutely. Um, Upscale contemporary fare will bring new meaning to the height of dining. Even though you're 30 feet above the ground. <laughs> you're in space, baby. That's Are you they though? yell when you go in. As soon as you come <laughs> out of the elevator, they go, you're in space, baby. <laughs> This is Alien. I guess that's yeah, why they couldn't do it over the at. Uh, yeah, they found a use. In there. <laughs> I really hope they do. <laughs> She'll just be in the corner, terrified for the rest of the day. <laughs> but they have to do it like not announced, and you're just sitting there, like, God, that looks like Sigourney Weaver over there. <laughs> Could, is it? I, I can't tell. Sigourney. And then, you know, see if she responds. And she won't because she's a robot, but. <laughs> She'll just be scared <laughs> of you. Uh, speaking of scary, unless if you have anything else about Space 220. I do that. No, okay. I think, I think uh, I've said enough. <laughs> we're actually going to move on to a different segment of the Disney Corporation. And we're going to talk very briefly about uh, a Disney Plus sequel. Now, Annie, have you seen the new hit film, Cruella? I did. I, I actually saw it in the theater. Ah, well, what was your opinion of it? Um, <clears throat> so I'm usually pretty agreeable when I see a movie. Like, I'll, I'll usually like it when I watch it. And then, like, the more I stew on it, my opinion sort of settles a little bit more. And it's one of those ones where, like, it was sort of fun to watch, but the further I get away from it, the more I'm like, yeah, I don't think I liked that that much. Well, see, I highly enjoyed watching it. It was a very good movie. Uh, there were some plot holes in between the movie and the 101 Dalmatians thing. Yeah, I don't get that, which makes Tuella all the more confusing. Well, that actually brings like, us to our next point, and that's where we're going. Emma Stone, right? She's not. Yes. No. Emma, yeah. You got the right one. Okay. There's so many. And then, and then there's the one with the wand. <laughs> I know. And, you did it. You did it. Um, has confirmed that she is signed on to play Cruella in a sequel. I uh, just. Are you calling it Tuella? Because that works. I did. I, I, it's, it's not my original, though. I'm sure I've heard several other people do it. All right. Well, they're going Tuella. to have Tuella. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the news. I. Uh, yeah, I just. I mean, I feel like it's, I, I don't understand what it's going to be, and the first one didn't make that much sense anyway, like, anything I thought was going to happen in the first one was not what happened, and I, I just don't know, I don't know how I feel about this. I'll probably see it, I guess. Have you seen Jungle Cruise? Uh, I've been on the Jungle Cruise, yes. <laughs> Have you... 
Have you seen the 2021 film starring Emily Blunt and Dwayne The Rock Johnson titled Jungle Cruise? That is a pretty bolder acting grew there. (laughs) Yes. No, I I haven't. I I took it for granted. (laughs) That's too... Your jokes are crusty. That's two rock puns and... No, I don't. Crust is a rock as well. How? Because the earth has a crust. Mm. Sir. Mm. Uh, four out of ten. And that is a hard fact. Okay, that was better. Because it's rocks. Um, what, 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 what were we talking about? Uh, Cruella. <laughs> oh, Cruella. <laughs> Cruella the sequel. <laughs> I don't know, like, maybe that movie's just not for me, I don't know. So, I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I think the issue, um, did they not do a sequel to uh, Angelina Jolie movie? They Black did. Horns? Maleficent. They did, did do a sequel. Was it ever released? It was. Um, I don't think many people saw it, and I think the ones that did didn't, like, love it, if I remember. It's because... basically the straight-to-DVD sequel, or straight-to-VHS sequel of Aladdin. I mean, I even know people who like, like, are Maleficent likers who are, are not really about the sequel, so... See, I enjoyed you Maleficent. It was also entertaining, um, but le- like I said, this Tuella, as you, as you have called it, that I am now <laughs> going to continue to call it, <laughs> um, much like Melissa Fincent, Mel- wow, that was impressive. <laughs> Melissa, <laughs> Fincent. <laughs> Melissa Fint. Nope, that's also not right. All right, the sequel to Angelina Jolie, uh, <laughs> straight to VHS quality. Now, kids, VHS, it was like a black plastic disc with a little film inside, and you had to put it in to a VCR, a big square box that a little square went into that played movies. You had to crank it up. Yeah, you had to get the hamster running. And then if you didn't rewind it and you wanted to watch Aladdin at, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, as one did, and you're already at the end, then you had to rewind it and wait. Tw- you know what? Google it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'll be interested to see what they do with it because it might be really bad, which would interest me. Like the schadenfreude of it, right? I mean, I like bad movies. Like I saw old. That was very bad. I enjoyed how bad that was. Because, I mean, the first Cruella, okay, it may have been a fun movie to watch, but it was, like, not a good movie. I mean, Emma Stone, with like, the acting's good and stuff, but, like, it it reeks of, like, too many hands in the pie. <laughs> I don't like, think that's uh, the, uh, the phrase. <laughs> it is now. So it's like, it's like somebody was wanted it to have merchandising and then somebody else was like but we gotta have a banging soundtrack and then somebody else was like but wait it's gotta have the dalmatians and then the story just doesn't make it's devil wears prada which is not an original take but nonetheless a true one it's like devil wears prada meets corella deville with banging soundtrack and lots of fun outfits for the kitties and like the end just doesn't make any sense because the whole time I'm thinking at the end, this is, I never got to make this rant anywhere, so I'll do it now. The whole time I was thinking at the end, they were going to be like, yeah, the story about the Dalmatians was just a story and it's not really what happened because it seemed like they were setting her up to look like she killed the dogs and then she didn't really kill them. So I'm like, oh, 
they're going to set it up like this is the real story and that's just like what people say happened but this is what really happened and then Cruella disappeared but no it was like that weird ending where she's like I'm Cruella and then that just goes on for like another 30 minutes when it could have just ended right there so my point is like it already seemed like they they didn't know what they were trying to do so I think they're going to have even less of an idea of what they're going to do because how do you connect those two movies? How do you have a, a mid call in between those? I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but it, it could be a hot mess. I, I am interested if, it, if it's bad. Then I, I will like I it. I got distracted by the thought of how do you tie the two movies together how then, do you? It doesn't make any sense. Well, and then I thought about 101 Dalmatians and then how Cruella, you know, drove like a maniac and then she drove off the cliff. But apparently she got better. Is this a prequel or a sequel to uh, <laughs> the Dalmatians again? It's it's in between Cruella and the Dalmatians, I believe. Hmm. Which just, does, again, that doesn't make any sense. Especially because we're supposed to like Cruella. That's another reason I thought they were going to go that route of, like, the true story route. Because how can we like her if we know she's going to end up killing all of these dogs? Or trying to. Yeah, I mean, how can we root for her? <laughs> like, yeah, we want you to succeed. I don't know, it's just weird. We need a pop-up video for the Cruella <laughs> yeah. movie. So we could see the behind-the-scenes facts and figure out what happened. Or we could do, like... Uh... There could be a special feature where you play the movie, but I I keep talking the whole time. <laughs> that sounds like real life. <laughs> I know, it sounds great, doesn't it? Yes, fantastic. Well, that's the uh, end of the Mickey Dudes News Fireside Chats for this week. Annie, do you have anything you'd like to talk about before we wrap things up? Um, No, I think I, I, think I aired all of my grievances. I didn't even know you As were French. As they say, in France. Ah. Yes, I visit the Eiffel Tower all the time, mon ami. Uh-huh. Uh, well, tell the, the the listeners that are still here and not booking trips to France uh, where they can find you on the internet. Uh, bonjour, voulez-vous, omelette du fromage, mon petit ami, Instagram, at DJ Phobe, DJ, P-H-O-B. Do you remember all that and everyday French with Pierre yes! Escargot? Pierre Escargot. Uh, yes. All right. Well, anyways, I can be found <laughs> on the internet at Chuck in the chat on the Twitter machine. You could find all of in us. The chat. Yes. All of us are on Facebook at the Mickey dudes on Instagram at the Mickey dudes podcast. And again, on Twitter at the Mickey dudes. Thank you all for joining us this week. You could also email us. I think we should probably check the email. Uh, <laughs> Yes, you can email us, you can comment. Thank you all for joining us this week, and we will see you all next week. You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.